Welcome to Proof Beyond Reason. Ooh, welcome, welcome, yeah, welcome. Welcome. J-Mo. It's another week. <laughs> well, it's not even a week. It's been like three days, four days. Yeah, we recorded our last episode yep, uh, a few days ago, and we're back. We're back doing it again. The we people who are listening are are not really going to hear it until later this week anyway, so yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got J-Mo, we got Geology, Geology Mike good. the Baptist here, and we're we're doing round two of brainwashing. Uh, we, uh, I guess, back by popular demand. Um, not that we got anyone <laughs> asking for it, <laughs> but we just felt like, you know, as we were touching the topic and as we were talking through it, we just had so much more to discuss. And, um, and honestly, I think, I think, uh, who knows where it goes. This episode might last 10 minutes. <laughs> it might last a full hour, but if you're listening, thank you again for joining us. Check us out on all of our avenues and, and also help us promote. You know, we have a decent number of people who are listening every week, but help us to promote. We're asking you to share the posts, share the, the podcast links, get your friends involved in listening to the podcast. Open up some good conversation with your friends, with your family by sharing the link and getting them to listen in. Um, if there's anything that we could be doing better, anything that you need from us, then send us an email, proofbeyondreason at gmail.com, or send us a message, uh, slide into our DMs, I guess you would call it, uh, <laughs> on Facebook, and, uh, and let us know what you need from us in order to help have better dialogue with your family. But we're on what, what platforms are we on? We're on uh, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook. There you go. There right. you go. All those avenues you can listen to us. And I know some of the audio was was kind of off. And gee, did, were you able to fix? Uh, I got to fix some episodes. Okay, my computer got funny. But okay, it will all be up. Okay, so uh, so we're in the process of working on getting all the episodes cleaned up so that you can hear it loud and clear. Uh, but these episodes going forward, we're gonna make sure that the quality is where it needs to be, so you can listen, share with confidence. Um, we love, love, love you guys and appreciate everyone who's listening from Australia to Germany to Japan to uh, the United States, all the states in between. Uh, thank you so much for your support and please continue to to support us. So round two. Yeah, let's do it. Well, last week we talked about brainwashing, but when we were talking about it, we were talking kind of like, um, what is it? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and kind of breakdown of of what it is but um you know i just felt like um brainwashing is one of those things that we all are um f we all could find ourselves like being brainwashed without mm -hmm. even knowing it mm -hmm. it's one of those things where we've all been brainwashed and and a lot of times i think um we're just not conscious of it um any person that's watched a disney movie and you know <laughs> or whatever you know um has some type of elements of it, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe, if, uh, if you can just kind of go a little bit more into, um, kind of like with society, like why, why would even people want to, why would society want to brainwash people? So if it is in these movies, if it's in the music, if it is in everything, um, the prior week we were talking about Babylon, right? Mm -hmm. And Babylon wasn't like, of like it wasn't really like a physical place yeah it was a region mm -hmm. and 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 things like that but babylon in the bible and and things like that uh is a system of thought and even in prior weeks we talked about new age so it's all mm -hmm. connecting kind of like 
without even us even kind of realizing it. Um, so new age is that like, you know, uh, kind of like the philosophy of basically like every other religion except for Christianity. Mm-hmm. But Babylon is a system of thought in mm-hmm. a similar. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about like the things that um, are in this world, like movies, music, um, everything. And it has some type of element of brainwashing. It kind of sounds like, man, like why would they um, put things in there? You know, and, and there, there was a couple series. I mean, we got into a little bit, like talked about, about music and stuff like yeah. that. And how, how a lot of, um, even in media and mu- um, particularly in music, um, there's like a lot of subliminal messages, mm-hmm. um, different things like that. And it's kind of interesting why would they put the people, the makers of this music, why would they put that in there mm. if there wasn't some type of agenda behind it? You know what I mean? Right. So like who's benefiting from it? Yeah, there's no benefiting. Um, nobody's really. N- why would you even put something that says, uh, you know, one of the tracks like murder, murder, Jesus uh, in a track backwards or something like, you know, what would be the purpose of things like that? Mm-hmm. Or why would you, why does um, like a breakdown of a, of a particular movie or something like that have a theme that is a Gnostic theme or mm-hmm. a theme where, mm-hmm. you know, has some type of um, occult meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, it's kind of like, I think last week you were talking about like, you know, you're watching, you know, uh, movies like cartoon movies of Moana or whatever. Anytime that's not a good example, but <laughs> shout out to Moana. <laughs> but like any type of movie that, as an adult, you get the jokes that you oh, wouldn't yeah, have yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you wouldn't have got. And similar like that, it's like um, these forms of media and music are operating on multiple levels where the people that know about it are the ones that you know. But it's interesting. Why would they put that in there? Think about that. Yeah. Why? I don't. Yeah, yeah. I and you know, for me, uh, because I'm skeptical, and you know, kind of going into in the conspiracy mode, mm-hmm. I, I feel like obviously there's an agenda to fight against and to rid the society of uh, of Christian thought, mm-hmm. essentially. Yep. Um, but also, the agenda is to make money. You know, uh, in Scripture it says. Uh, no man can serve two masters. They will either serve God or they'll serve money, uh, uh, worship God or worship money. And I think it, it's not. And, and, and that's where even society, they'll uh, they'll try to mix it up and be like, oh, uh, the, the root of all evil is money. The root of all evil is not money. It's the love of, money. The love of money. And so it's different perspective. It's a different mindset. It's a different way, and it's a different platform, and it's a different place that you're putting money. Um, and so I think, I think if um, you know, if the agenda is for people to to make money off of us, then they're going to do what they need to do in order to get us to be to 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 exercise a certain behavior that that is expected, and they want us to. So when you have what we talked about last week, when the jingle comes on and it's like, da, 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 I'm loving it, whatever, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the thought is that you're so engulfed, you're so in, it's so embedded in you that now your behavior is as a result of you hearing the chime. So it's kind of like, uh, 
I guess, uh, from a psychology standpoint, you know, you look at the dog and you ring the bell and you present the food and the dog salivates. And after a while of doing the repetition, you ring the bell, the dog salivates, but there's no treat. There's no food presented. He just associates the bell with salivation. And now uh, you've got him. Like you've got the dog doing the behavior you want him to do. And that's us. You know, you, you, you show him the shiny object and he salivates. And, and, and you do it enough times and you chime the bell or you, you uh, or the jingle rings out or you, you know, a Sprite commercial goes on or whatever it is that the agenda is. And next thing you know, this person is salivating over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, to distinguish because um, we were last week we were talking about kind of like um, branding and, and marketing <laughs> and stuff like that. So there has to be a reason um, why like people spend millions upon millions of dollars for a 30 second ad on the Super Bowl. And the word would be influence. But I think there's a difference between influence and a an agenda behind something because if you think about it the movies that make the most money are usually family films they're you know a lot of the pixar disney pixar movies they're they're you know but some of like the worst satanic type movies like they really don't do that well in the box office they usually have a budget of maybe like five million dollars <laughs> five they make 30 <laughs> they make 30 million yeah even if they're lucky they make 100 million and that's like a breakout hit because the overhead's so low. So if you think about it, a lot of these movies don't really make money. Like the movies that really do make money uh, are, you know, or popular music. Like mm-hmm. um, music that most people listen to is probably like a little bit more wholesome than, you know. But I'm, I, I can understand that there's going to be t- musical taste for everybody. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it you know, is interesting. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Andy Minio. Just recently, his song, uh, You Can't Stop Me, just hit gold status. So he sold over 500,000 of those records, which was fantastic. You know, it's, a, it's an accomplishment. And the, I remember when he put out the album, um, there was no marketing behind it because it was, it's a five or six song EP. Like it's not, some, it's not an album. And so the fact that there was no marketing behind it and, and it's seen such success, and this is the first song that has gone, um, it's gone gold, it's, it's, it's seen as a huge accomplishment, but it's taken five, six years for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas 50 Cent drops an album, like within the first 30 minutes, it's gone like double platinum and some crazy, you know what I'm saying? So that's influence. But is a portion of that, is, it, is there a brainwashing component in who he's affiliated with and how the sound has come out and what like why is it that when you compare quality of music and quality of the artist they're very comparable um but one has so much power over people and one um doesn't you know one has so much influence and one doesn't you know you can talk about a marketing campaign you can talk about financial backing but through these avenues They've done a great job at chiming the bell and causing you to salivate. That's that's really the point behind that is I've done a really good job at getting you to feel like you need this Mm -hmm. and you can't wait more than 30 minutes or the first hour for you to get this, because if you wait, you're you're in you're you're not in the know. You're not in the cool crowd. And so now you you must, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm wondering what is the conspiracy behind 
all of this yeah is, it, is it something about. that we're crazy or you know because a lot of times people might be like oh you know what that's you're taking things to the extreme you mm-hmm. know like the the world in in society is not really trying to brainwash you you know what i mean what what do you think g i mean i come from directly a conspiracy slash occult background oh that sounds kind of weird but um usually it's all the degra- uh the degradation of humanity that's the main purpose it's to make sure like mike was saying in the beginning which is to completely remove the thoughts of god and put it into the thought of the new babylon or new age thinking Mm. so even if you have the disney movies which are family oriented we can have moana for example because we brought that up you still have people trying to be or say they want to grow up to be uh what is it a demigod or god Mm -hmm. so they're still introducing pagan religion witchcraft into the mix magic so you still have the whole witchcraft like we talked about in the witchcraft episode which is you're still casting spells or having people intrigued so as they mature you'll have them go to uh the aisle of board games and see the ouija board and be like oh look let's try this out because i saw that in a movie in that sense the brainwashing but it's holy degradation so you have commercials on the television where you have a girl in a bikini she's eating a hamburger so in there, it triggers, and psychologists say it triggers two aspects. Like, not to be starving, because man's always hungry. He's always seeking to seek food. And then you have the second one, which is sex. Men always want, like, men are sexual creatures. So how do you do that? You instill two aspects, and it touches to their deepest roots. So that's the chingle in itself. It's like putting mm. two needs, and then the third need would be that hamburger. Correct. So yeah. it's like, I need this hamburger now. Exactly. So they're always chasing after things like that. For kids, it's sense of curiosity. So instill something new so you have influences or things like a positive way of thinking or that you can escape the way that it is in the world because you have fear-mongering going on daily in the news. So as kids are growing up, they're seeing all these things happen around them. Like, say, for example, what's going on nowadays, school shootings everywhere. Parents are worried. So then you instill slowly like the music they hear they're seeing that guns are being rejected by adults but yet the music is teaching us guns are good to protect yourself to be stoic to not care about anyone else just care about yourself so you just grow up thinking it's all about me so then you have the whole fear-mongering aspect where it's like oh i can't really associate myself with people because you never know what the other person is going to do like a lot of things i see on facebook is people always combating racism but yet throwing racial uh, racial slurs at other people. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people still like categorizing white people do this, white people do that. Not saying just people in general because one white person is not the same as another white person. Mm. So it's the whole degradation. In the conspiracy aspect, it's destroying the concept of what you see as humanity and instilling something new. So they're trying to create the new man. So do you really think that they're like, I'm not going crazy. Do you really think that there is like on a another level um a conspiracy over just media and different aspects oh, of, of course life. of course yeah. you can even go to um mk ultra mk ultra was a program started in 1964 which was sanctioned by the cia and then it was made or, or stopped being in 1973 during the whole westgate influence that was happening or, or going on around at the time and what the cia director did at the time so that the public did not know what they're actually doing was he destroyed all the files. MK Ultra was a program that the CIA was doing using drugs, LCD, 
Not LCD. Um, LSD. 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 Um, like marijuana, anything that was psychoactive. Psychoactive, yeah. correct? Like a psychedelic. And then what they would do is influence just regular citizens. They would get them either through a group of study or they'll go to colleges. They'll go through different communities, and you can see different aspects of it. Uh, I'm not going to go entirely, but one example was that they had in, I believe, Michigan, where they had, through the vents of a company, throwing out these chemicals. And then as people started changing, like they started becoming lazier and things like that, someone found out when they went to go check the ventilation system that the chemicals was actually influencing people so that the company was actually pouring out the chemicals got sued. Wow. So MK Ultra was something that the government itself, and it can be proven, people can go and look at the information. The information was declassified in 1984. But it's something that the government was doing to influence people or find a way to influence people for mass control. So you're saying when we talk about they, we're talking about the government? Those in power. You so, have the okay. government, and then if you want to go really deep into conspiracy, it's not the conspiracy theory itself, you have those what they call the elites. Correct. Those oh, people okay. that go to Bilderberg meetings, things like that. A lot of people it's like saying, oh, that's a conspiracy theory, but yet you have all these people who we consider the elites in the conspiracy world that are the bankers, mm. the people that basically control everything because you can go to shell corporations you can go down to the minimum local businesses and you can still trace down everything is controlled by five corporations in itself right so it's um just to put this out there um you know the the not everybody in the government is bad not everyone is not everybody's trying to brainwash you of course it's a it's a select group of people that have influence yes well, there's a there's if there's an agenda and I go back and if you're listening out there, we did an episode on conspiracy. So please check out yep. the episode on conspiracy. G snaps on that episode. <laughs> um, so and, and we talk about it. And I think part of the point is that it has to do with money. Yep. It, it always stems back to money. How can I maximize the dollars and any agenda that has gone out there, um, you know, particularly if it has to do with a certain people group or if it has to do with a certain, um, you know, uh, 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 I don't know, like orientation mm-hmm. uh, or whatever, if they have the money, they're going to get the agenda pushed, period. Yep. Has no, has very little to do with what is right in the society. It has a lot to do with what is, how is it going to impact uh, our financial well-being. Mm-hmm. And I think in part, and this is also a conspiracy, so take it as you will. But when you had in the time of Constantinople where Christianity was, you know, it, it was no longer going to be something in that region that was going to be uh, people were going to be persecuted and stuff. Instead, it was going to be something that the, that the government was going to embrace. Uh, I, there's a whole bunch of conspiracies behind that, you know, where Constantine was using it as part of the government to leverage X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But I think in part it had to do with People looking, the the government says, or the society looking at it and be like, man, we keep persecuting these people, but when you add up the dollars that we're losing by persecuting these people, we need to embrace these people so we can get money. Yep. It's ultimately money. Well, money equals influence. Yes. So ultimately, it's not money. It's the influence that money brings. it's, it's, It's how the money is, how my lifestyle is being impacted by, by whatever actions we're doing. So... In the case of the minority groups being discriminated against, 
there's a there's a uh, and what I've seen very strongly when we talk about the African American community is you see Black Panthers breaking wer- records like mm-hmm. crazy. So the that community showing you we have buying power. So should we decide not to participate in certain things like doing protests against Starbucks or if they choose to do, uh, uh, you know, not go to see a certain movie, your corporation is going to suffer financially. So it's in your best interest to make sure that you're appealing to us because of that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the lead. So I was talking to a friend about uh, we were talking about there's a city up north and I'm not going to mention the city because you know they uh, I'm just not going to but I was up there and I was meeting with um uh, with one of the city city council m- members and he talked about how they've invested a lot of money into their city several million dollars in their city to renovate the city and to make it a more diverse city mm-hmm. uh for the purposes of just attracting more people to grow their population and so on and so forth and so in the past they've had issues with discrimination and they've made it their business to campaign against discrimination because, you know, they, they, they understand that as their society grows, they need to ensure that diversity is accepted. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to my friend about this. I'm like, you know, this is really good and this and that, whatever. And, and his, his rebuttal was, well, they're doing it because of money. They're doing it because they have to grow their population and they're doing it because they see there's an impact on their population. And so they're only doing it for money reasons. They're not doing it for the right reasons. And I looked at him and I said, well, there needs to start somewhere, <laughs> right? You got to start somewhere. You got to start. And if, it ha- and if it's affecting their pocket, if it's affecting their, the financial situation of that society and they're almost being forced to embrace it, then you got to start somewhere so that hopefully the outcome later on is that, you know what, we're doing it really because it's the right thing to do. Mm. Um, and I say I made that big workaround because I feel like any agenda that's being pushed is going to be pushed for the purposes of financial gain. Somebody has to benefit financially for the n- so that later you can navigate through that to say, maybe this was the right thing to do. Or maybe not. Maybe it has nothing to do with doing what's right or doing what's wrong. It has everything to do with combating what is right, what is morally upholding, um, and, 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 and what will combat Christianity, essentially, what combats Jesus. So let's do everything we can to combat the Lord Jesus, and let's push this agenda so that we can, we can wipe clean what this society is embracing. See, for me, it's not the financial aspect. It's more of what John was saying, influence, because how they the, have, they have how the, the occult is, at the end of the day, their agenda is for Satan to be accepted. There you go. Okay. That's the whole, what I've gathered always being in the occult, it's always that point. Yes, they have money, they have the influence, they have the means, but still, in the end of the day, I've had people tell me in the, the conspiracy camps that like 2000 or when uh, Obama got elected, Four years after that, that was supposed to be the collapse of America. Like, money was supposed to drop, period. Like, the dollar was going to well, die. It did. Well, it went it from did two trillion to, what, 18 trillion? Yeah. Yeah, we're in debt. In like, debt, yeah. Drastically. But I was saying, like, the dollar was supposed to drop dramatically. We were supposed to develop a new style of uh, money. It was, like, supposed to be kind of like the euro, but it was going to be completely just like for North America. Euro. Yeah, I've heard that before. And then 
they're going to instill a plan to combine Canada with the United States and Mexico, and it's going to be the North American Union. And then that was going to be established, and then that was going to be the beginning of the whole globalization of the New World Order. But yet, even with the money, people still were having like this train of thought where it was they weren't really accepting the political aspect of what was happening in the world. So what do they do? They start instilling like new ways. He got reelected. So like to push for the black community, the minorities. So there's like, oh yeah, we had another win. Mm. But yet it's still an aspect dumbing them down mm. so that they can be like more accepted. So what do they do after that? They started instilling that states were accepting or they were approving of marijuana. So marijuana was free not only just medically, it was recreationally. So you can use it. So that, in a way, was the psychedelic being instilled. So people always wanted to be high. I was reading an article of the governor in Colorado where now he's trying to backtrack the, the first thing he did. What, what, was, what was the reason uh, that he was trying to backtrack? He was saying that, yes, he was the first state that accepted the recreational use of marijuana. But now he's seeing the bad effects, which is more people wanted to move there. They've gotten lazier. Crime has gone up 40% since that time, like drastically gone up. He was like saying he's thinking about just going back track, but he knows it's gone too far to the point that no one's going to pass the law anymore. So now it's just instilled. Everyone wants to move to Colorado, start a, a weed business. Like something people <laughs> say. Yeah, boy. <laughs> it was like uh, there was a video with that news reporter. She was like um, she was like a news reporter oh, and yes, live remember, on yeah. live on camera. She was like, um, yeah, I quit. I'm gonna start my weed business. Yo, that's that was crazy. like a few years back. I remember seeing that. That's hilarious. Yeah. But you have people doing all these things, but it's because you have society now. So I, it's something I was going on and off in debates. Is which um, I go to Facebook. I go to a lot of groups. I usually get kicked out when I'm talking about a lot of stuff like this, but the things people say is very opinion, uh, opinionated, mm -hmm. and it's, like you were saying, it's all about behavior and attitude. So it all matters about what the influences them or what they believe is right, but it's because of the things that they've seen in society. Mm -hmm. So the things that were seen before as tradition is now s rejected openly because that's what's being pushed. You have people saying right away from the get-go, don't talk about the Bible. Like in school, you can't talk about the Bible at all. At work, like I remember I was actually preaching to a customer, and then my boss would come in, and she would be like, you can't talk about any of this. Like I could just report you, and you could be fired on the spot if I was to, talk, if I was to tell them you're actually just preaching or something. That's mm. the way society has gone. It's all about the influence to bring about that people are accepting all this new age mentality so that the key moments they'll start introducing the actual aspects of what you have in scripture, which is antichrist and, and the story, which is Satan. What do you say to a person that um, d wants to be ignorant? You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't want to know about this. I don't want to know about brainwash. I don't, I don't want to have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Well, I've had that a lot. A lot of people like saying ignorance is bliss or, or they've said ignorance is bliss and they want to keep it that way. I remember there I've had this a couple of times. I talked to Mike about this. There's been moments in my life since I found out or what I call the bubble burst that I was just like, I wish I didn't know anything about the conspiracy world. Like I could be that safe Christian that's in the, the altar, just like dancing, singing and just not knowing about anything that's going on in the government. But yet in the end of the day, scripture talks about it. 
like openly it talks about it. You can read about it in Revelations, everything that's going to happen. You have actual people like uh, apologists. You have Chuck Misler talk about it so openly saying that even if you don't want to accept it, it's still going to happen regardless. You will be persecuted to the, just because of the agenda. Like you could say, oh, I don't want to be influenced about it. But at the end of the day, you're still going to be influenced some way. So you have an example, which is the gun control laws being passed or trying to be passed, but it's because you have all this mass shooting. You could say, oh, I don't want to know anything about gun control, but as soon as your son's in school and a shootout goes out and your son gets killed, you automatically start going into that agenda saying, I want guns removed, period. So now you're being influenced to fight against guns. Yeah, It's interesting because like, uh, the right to bear arms really was put in place for like any uh people like to fight against government mm-hmm. takeover so like of course i want to empower the people to have guns because it would prevent like either a coup or something happening where um the government is complete power you yep. know what i mean so if they take the guns away then well i mean what what i hear and i don't know how true it is so i'm just kind of repeating what i've heard but uh, uh, most of these the mass shootings that we have seen on the news have been in places where where you can't have gun like no one's allowed to have guns so it's a no gun zone or gun free zone mm. so people are taking their guns to gun free zones so the more gun free zones you have and the more people know that there won't be guns there the more likely we're going to bring a gun mm-hmm. to that area um and and yeah i th- i think there may be I'm, there may be an agenda behind that for sure, uh, and it's when you see kids posting Facebook videos or, or, or things on World Star, or whatever of them protesting against uh, guns and gun violence, and they're like, "We're scared to come to school, and we're scared to do this because you know X, Y, and Z," and then we're not going to go back to class unless something gets done, and all this and all that. Um, and, and their message is take away guns, which I find interesting. Their message, the kids' message is take away guns. Not, we need more security, so yep. let's step up security. Mm-hmm. Their message is take away guns. I find that very, very interesting. Because that's what they hear. Which well. is so crazy. Because there, there's, there's always an, there's an agenda there. To me, yeah. that sounds like there's an agenda. But it's like this dichotomy where like the music is portraying everything about guns, but mm-hmm. then simultaneously against it crazy it's weird crazy crazy like the celebration of guns the celebration of violence yet you know it's there's this protest against we want the guns taken away and these are the videos that are going viral oh kids are standing up and they're 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 standing up for their rights and they want guns taken away what do they really know about what that even means like they've seen the crime on television or they've been part of that i get that uh but no one's calling for extra security no one's calling for more presence of of people who have who have the ability to bear arms to be on campus mm-hmm. or or having better processes in place to vet through you know i'll give an example and i'm not going to mention the school i'm not going to mention the date or when i when this happened but i remember going to a school and basically going on campus without being checked at all zero percent there were zero security features in that school i could have walked on the campus if I if I had the intent to to harm anyone, I, I had the ability to do so because there was there was a, a a security guard or there was a checkpoint at the at the front of the of the school, 
And all I had to do was say, hey, I'm here for X, Y, and Z, and they let me in. No issues. No questioning. They took down my ID. Big deal. Doesn't mean I don't have, you know, like destructive things. And like, it, was, it was very scary. And I'm pulling into the parking lot. I'm like, man, like nobody at all is, there was no presence of anything. I just walked straight to the office and I walk into the office and I had this huge bag. No one asked to check my bag. There were no kind of security at all. And so um, I was like, um, yeah, I'm here for X, Y, and Z. And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, here's a pass. Just walk through the school. No Nothing. I get this whole path. I'm walking through the school. I'm just roaming the school, chilling. I think when you think of uh, like any type of um, like shooting at a school or anything like that, it's it's always the exception because most people in general are not genuine psychopaths. There's o- there's always going to be a, a group of people that are just out of there. You know what I mean? So you you don't have that that mentality. You know what I mean? But but still, like G said, you have this rise of of People on 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 psychoactive drugs, the you know rise of recreational drugs. Right now, there's um, there's a, an epidemic of opioids that are that's that's basically causing. It's it's having such a hindrance on society right now from a financial standpoint that it's costing billions of dollars just to control this op- opioid epidemic, and so people who are on this are not going to be in the best state of mind they're having overdoses they're killing themselves overtaking uh this medication and if uh, there's people on that medication that's crazy and if more people are on meds in general mm-hmm. it's kind of scary that you're driving around you're gonna be at 7-eleven there's just dudes on med- like you don't know who's on meds yep well, i, I want to uh, maybe you can answer this um i've always wondered because you talk about drugs and you talk about opioids right and, and stuff like that and the drugs but- i'm talking about are drugs that that alter your your state of mind and alter yeah. your judgment and cause you almost yeah, to be yeah. violent. Yeah, but uh, when we were talking about earlier, we were talking about um, psychoactive drugs, you know, LSD, things like that. So for this MK Ultra thing, um, wh- why do you think they, they would choose to use uh, those type of drugs? You it's know I mean? anything that gets you uh, to a more susceptible level of consciousness. So you have, it's like your weakest state. Basically. So your weakest state is when you have to explain. It, it's it's basically you know when uh, you watch like a movie or something. We talked about it last last week actually, or on Friday, where it's like you're watching a movie. You're so enthralled in this movie that you lose focus of everything that's going on around you, and yet you're taking everything in. You're knee deep in the movie, like you're shooting people in the movie. Yeah, exactly. You build a like a connection with these characters you build a relationship so that you want to see what's happening next week so that 30 minute episode <laughs> of uh netflix that you saw like for the office for example like i got so deep into it i started like six hours in i was like oh i've watched already like seven episodes i already know their backstory i already know who they're gonna date yeah john doesn't know nothing about uh binging on netflix <laughs> he don't know nothing about that <laughs> no, but you start binging like literally like um you go to a movie. You're just watching one movie. You decide to watch just, uh, well, I'm going to just watch 30 minutes of this movie. I'm going to finish this movie later. Then you just notice that you're seeing the end credits, and that's when you snap awake. Or you only snap awake when you need something more important, like you have to go to the bathroom, you have a call or something, but you're so enthralled in the movie. People think that drugs by themselves are the psychedelic, but yet you have nowadays social media. You have video games, which we talked about it before, uh, me mm-hmm. and Mike before. 
that uh, video games create almost the same sense mm. of being in that state. So it's kind of like um, just taking your mind and moving it to a state where you're susceptible. Correct. So it's not just radioactive or radioactive. <laughs> it's not just uh, <laughs> also radioactive. <laughs> yeah, you got a fourth eye. You know? <laughs> um, what do you call it? But uh, it's not just that those type of drugs that yep. are doing it. It's it's anything. It's anything that makes you lose that focus. So uh, if if someone was trying to brainwash, they would want to keep you on that that level. Correct. That's why you have a lot of people, uh, a lot of doctors like throwing it out there, a lot of people like going against it, but you have fluoride. You have, I mean, I could just go on and on about fluoride. Saying well, fluoride is good for your teeth, right? I mean, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. But but it makes also a hole in the concrete. Too, exactly. So that's where that. I was getting yeah. at. Fluoride is dangerous. <laughs> or you can go to soda itself. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if you've heard about that, but there no. was a, basically a tank of fluoride that they were transporting and it fell on the concrete. And it started burning through everything until it got to the pipes. Kind of Florida, was it? It was not. It, it was, was not it was like approved fluoride, by fluoride. the uh, uh, ADA. <laughs> it was actual fluoride that they used to pour. Like, it was on its way to the factory. But it wasn't the fluoride that they put in my mouth. Yeah. yeah, it was going to be processed <laughs> to a place where it he's can't like, put he's it in like my that's mouth. Grade that's grade A. That's what I'm saying. That's grade A fluoride. That's, yeah, that's like pure fluoride. You know what I'm saying? I buy I buy D grade fluoride. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they diluted by the time. Yeah, it gets by the time it gets to me, I'm safe. I'm assuming, or right. is that not right? Or, I mean, that's the fluoride. It's a, they they put small doses. That's what they yeah. call right, it. Right, small yeah. doses. Well, uh, didn't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe you know more about this, but didn't a group of people put fluoride in their water for a pur- purpose or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? I'm not entirely sure. Okay, honestly. then never mind. It was a. Uh, it was like a um, a dictator. I think he he put uh, from what I've read. Okay, put fluoride. But that I mean that's why you have uh, chemicals. You have people putting in all those artificial things. Like we have this rise of obesity. In America, you compare like a tomato in the U.S. to a tomato, like in Germany, you can see the difference because our tomatoes are like huge and massive as a part of Germany. It's like kind of small. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering what's going on. It's not like everything we have has high fructose corn syrup, right? Yep. Like everything except those chips we ate earlier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. They had none <laughs> of that. You have to pay extra for your bread, mm-hmm. your sliced bread, not to have high fructose corn syrup. But that's why well, we can go to an even a topic that gets a lot of people, which is uh, vaccination. Oh, vaccination in itself a lot of people are like oh no vaccinations are good for you but yet you don't really need all those like drugs and chemicals inside your body when you're young you don't really need it until you get older because your body's still developing and until you need the actual defenses because your body's still developing defenses as you're going like back in the days we didn't have all those vaccinations so why all of a sudden we have like this mass epidemic even though there was plagues and things like that i understand that but you still have people growing up not needing uh, hepatitis C or something like that. Mm. Mm. I, I get why why um, these group of people would want to brainwash. But like, why would if someone has already found themselves brainwashed, is there anything that we could do about it? Of course. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of things you could do. You can go completely cold turkey. But the thing is, when you do something like that, I've done it before. You have major withdrawal symptoms. So hold up. Uh, you, when you're talking about cold turkey, you're talking about cut everything like so television, not just like the that. foods that you eat or everything. It's like 
It's like you just watch one of those videos or documentaries on Netflix about meat, and then you completely decide to go vegan. Oh, that happened to me with that. They had a McDonald's one that I didn't eat McDonald's. I still don't eat McDonald's after I watched it. It's just like that. It's like you, you notice what's happening. Okay. So what you do is you start cutting things off. So you can go even more to our area, which is uh, Christianity. When you start seeing how degraded the world is and the spirit starts transforming, you start seeing the things that you hear or see are actually bad. So you'll start like, oh, we did. We all probably did this, which is when we first become converted and we're like believers. We're like so amped up. And then we notice that we go home. And at that time, we probably all had iPods. We like turn on our iPods and like 50 Cent comes on. Mm. Or like candy shop song, everything. I'm about to sing that joke right now. It was like 15 years ago. Yo, that's hilarious. For, the, then, for this new generation that's like old school. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're like, we hear it and we're just like, oh no, this is trash. Like I'm taking this off. Like I got to put some worship music on. That's because we've seen that it no longer applies to us. Like, what they're teaching is degradation, basically. They're following sin. Yeah. While we're seeing that we have to live a spiritual life. So, kind of like the only way to to uh, get out of this system, this, this Babylon frame of mind, new age type of world that we live in, there has to be a, play, a point where we disconnect for a little bit to kind of see the difference or... Not necessarily. There ha- there's... I mean, I call it in Christianity, it's basically when God intervenes. Mm-hmm. It's like you're going in a straight path on a road, and then all of a sudden you see like uh, a detour. You go to the detour, er, the road is like huge. So you see a lot of cars, everyone's entertained. There's like signs everywhere, so flashing, oh, you're going to Las Vegas type of thing. And then someone's just like, hey, I need help or something, or not need help, let's not put that reference, but someone's like, oh, I see your car is missing something. And they're like, if you go down this way, your life would be like 10 times better or something yeah. like that. Well, I mean, it, it, when you when you see in Scripture, um, uh, in Ezekiel, it talks about how um, God's, you know, basically, I, I've removed your, uh, I'm the one doing the work mm-hmm. in you. So I've removed your rebellious spirit and I've put in you a new spirit. Uh, I've caused you to obey my commands. I've, um, uh, I've caused you to worship me and so forth. So like God doing the work in the heart and in the life of the person because in reality in our in our in our fallen state of being sinners we cannot change that we can we can become aware that we're being deceived in a certain direction but then there's no replacement so we can become we'll void with something else correct yeah. correct so we can become void of whatever it is that um, I've become now aware of. I just became aware that you're trying to deceive me and you're trying to take my possessions and you're trying to take my job. So now that I've become aware of that, um, you know, I, I can now do away with the relationship, but there's going to be now something that I need to fill it with, and that mm-hmm. filling is important. And so what God does is, is you know, uh, through the preaching of the gospel, through the hearing of God's word, um, when he has an encounter with, with you, He's the one who replaces what he's withdrawn. And so if he's withdrawn from you, um, you know, a, 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 a direction in which you were going on this path, now he's giving you the detour to say this is the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's the one who's initiating that process. But I feel like even in the midst of us being believers and us having a new spirit and us being um, uh, people that 
can produce fruit only because of what the uh, what Jesus is doing in us, not because of our own um, works, but because of, of the work that Christ has done and is continuing to do in us. What I f- see is also in Scripture where it says even the elect will be deceived, mm-hmm. where there's false teachers that come along and the false teachers are brainwashing people to create a following, to create divisions amongst the church. And even those who are called believers, those who are even within uh, 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 the, the, the house of believers, they will be deceived and they will go off with those who are, devi- who are deceivers. They will go off with those who are causing divisions. They will fall prey to false teaching. And so I think um, we talked about last week about renewing our mind. Yeah. And, and, and right. I think here, you know, to kind of go back to what you guys were saying, where, you know, where society is introduced to to um, to drugs and, and, and things that are causing us to be cloudy. Mm-hmm. Scripture talks in First Peter 5, 8, it says, be sober minded and be watchful because your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour resist him firm in your faith knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world and when i get that picture of your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking to devour somebody the picture that i get in my mind um is not is not a lion but it it, what comes to mind is that movie i don't know if you've seen that movie leonardo dicaprio where he's like in the woods um Oh, uh, the Revenant. Yes, yeah, yeah. and there's a scene in that yeah, movie oh, where know. the where the bear mm-hmm. is ripping him apart, and he's resisting the bear, mm-hmm. and the bear's ripping him apart, and he's resisting, and he keeps ripping and ripping and ripping and ripping until he finally gets away from the bear. But at this point, he's so jacked up, and he's like dead, basically. That's why I envision is the devil, ro- you know, prowling like a roaring lion. But in this instance, um, <laughs> dang, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if you guys smell that. There's a dude who lives in my neighborhood that it just it reeks of marijuana, his car. Like, he has his windows down. I just smell it so strong. You're going to smell it in a few moments, just in case. Right. Anyway, so but talking about being sober-minded. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it's that resistance of, 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 of whatever can cloud our minds. Whatever will get us to a place where we are susceptible, <laughs> and that junk is just strong, bro, <laughs> to be susceptible to, um, to the influence. Whatever it is, wherever it is that Satan is trying to reel us in and, and make us and cause us to be deceived, um, how to combat that temptation. And, and the sober-mindedness, I believe, doesn't just come from, from drinking too much wine or, or being, being consumed with alcohol or being consumed with drugs or even things that seem natural and okay, you know, marijuana and whatever it is, um, uh, um, to be in a mental state where there's clarity, where you can, you, you're not, your, your judgments are not tainted mm-hmm. by anything external. And I think that also comes down to when we talk about brainwashing. I think that also comes down to the societal influence to be uh, fogged in our minds that where we need to resist and say, whoa, you know, Uh, the 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 way of destruction is broad. And And the way to righteousness is a narrow road to be able to see that narrow road and to be so conscious of where we are. Where am I? 
I'm on this broad road and I'm going down the road that everyone's going down. Am I, am I cool with compromising and being carnal in my faith because everyone in my church is doing this? So I guess it's okay to join that group and do whatever. Or am I walking down the narrow road to say, I get that everyone's doing that, but I'm called to be like Christ. And, and I don't want to be the outcast. I don't want to feel extreme. I don't want to be left out and all that. But man, if God's calling me to be a certain way, I got to be sober minded in my judgment and say, this is not the route that God wants me to go. God, God in his word is very clear that I need to kind of like what you say, pull back for a minute and, and disconnect because um, what what this what this is going on, you know, what's happening here, I, I just can't be part of that. Um, and so I got to make sure that I'm on I'm on that narrow road. I got to make sure that I'm not compromising the faith because Satan wants me to be in this place where my guard is down. We're at war. Like we're literally at war. We're soldiers in a war where Satan's just rolling around. He just it's wants so to crazy destroy us. We're soldiers of a war, but yet we get so easily distracted. So what happens if a five-star general is so busy just watching seven hours of TV or something like that? He doesn't that? have time to do that. He's still a five-star general. Yeah. He says the rank. He says the influence. Yeah. Absolutely. He has a following. But if he were to do that, yeah, he's going to lead his people in the wrong direction. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm in charge of my family. I'm in charge of, you know, I would say a lot of the friends that I have that may feel as if I provide some level of guidance on a spiritual front, whoever that is. Like, I'm responsible for my actions to make sure that uh, I'm being sober-minded to not allow that, not allow those external influences to happen. And before we started this podcast, I was talking to you guys about a situation that could easily make me or make any one of us be in that place where we're 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 disillusioned mm-hmm. and we're and we're tempted away to pursue those pursuits. Uh, but those pursuits are are what's foggy. Mm-hmm. It, it's what's it's what can cause a lapse of judgment. That's Satan, like a roaring lion, trying to get us and trying to devour us because we're believers in Christ. We uh, last week you talked about we read the uh, verse. It was like um, renew your minds daily, yes, so that you'll be able to. It was a conditional, so so you will be able to test and approve God's will. Same thing here, right? So so the reality is is that as you as you continually renew your mind in the word word of God, you're you're basically it's kind of like washing your mind. Yeah, you know what I mean. To the point where you're like, dang, I recognize I recognize the fake. I recognize that that is not mean not being sober minded. Mm. See, God doesn't put a requirement. He's not like this type of God that's like, oh, he is the type of God that puts like you know Ten Commandments, different things like that. You know what I mean? But it's not like a, a plan it's not like a step-by-step method that you could do to obtain god this is a relationship with god yeah it's not like the in, in the occult or something like that you can achieve a level of enlightenment now you are a god or you're you're you have achieved a closeness with god mm. this is literally a, a person the holy spirit a real person jesus a real person you know what i mean and so it's kind of like as you walk um, I don't know about you, but when I first became a believer, um, I was similar to that. Uh, I literally found music that I used to listen to and I still listen to. And I was like, 
you know what? I don't have a desire for this anymore. Let me break. I just broke my CDs. I was like, I don't need these. Um, and then I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, a month later, I was like, like a, f- a drug addict. But like, why did I break my CDs? It goes to show you, like, even though God regener- was regenerating me, I still, my flesh was still battling, you know? St- and and it, it never stops battling. It's like... I heard uh, uh, one person say this one time. He's like, uh, whatever your your person, the, you you have a person, you have two people living inside of you. Uh, one is your flesh and one is your spirit. Whichever person you, fee- you feed is the person that's strongest. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, that's pretty dope. Because the reality is, even though I was, I was a different person spiritually, physically, I still struggled with certain mm-hmm. things. And it was a process of sanctification and God's grace peon grace and god's grace still on my life and um but that's the way it is it's it's a relationship with god as you're walking he all he wants is basically to to renew your thinking because guess what we're polluted every single day there's pollution every single day pollution everything tries to get us to get off our pivot you know what I mean? Mm. Every every day, there's always the, the enemy that's trying to be like a roaring lion, trying to, man, you know what? And this is the crazy thing. It's the enemy is so um, detailed that what gets you off your pivot doesn't get me off my pivot. <laughs> but what gets you, like vice versa, like my pivot is different. You know what I mean? But he's he caters. The, the line is smooth. The lion is not just, the you know, if you ever seen a lion like in the wilderness, like chilling. He's waiting, observing. You know what I mean? He's like waiting to prounce on you. Like, and oh, in the, in they, the, that that one is sick. Let me go grab. Exactly. Him. He's like, first of all, I'm gonna try to get the one that is separate them from the group, and so that's kind of like that. Like, you know, Dang, doesn't want to. You just want said you. that, yo. That just got me, dude. Yeah. But I mean, going back to all of it, it goes back to what you asked me the question, which is, um, what about those people that try to ignore? And I have uh, here, God does give you the wisdom and he protects you from everything that's going on. And in Proverbs 2, 1 through 11, I'm going to read. It says, my son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as your hidden treasures you will find and understand the fear of the lord and find the knowledge of god for the lord gives wisdom and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding he holds victory in store for the upright he is a shield to those who walk is blameless for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of the faithful ones then you will understand what is right and just and fair every Mm. good path for wisdom will enter your hearts and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul discretion will protect you and understanding will guide you fire dude can't put it any better than scripture saying that in conclusion <laughs> right yo that's amazing man and that and that's the piece you know where in my life and i can only talk about me yeah i can talk about other people that i've observed but in my life when i've allowed compromise to come in when i've mm-hmm. been not sober-minded right so i've allowed desire to creep in and and i and i um there's a thing and i might not get it right right now um, but there's a training uh, that I that I was listening to, and the trainer was talking about people in the workplace that generally are not excelling in, in their in their work performance or in their position or they can't hold the job. 
generally is because they're doing two things. Uh, and, and I'm, and I'm hopefully I can remember it as I'm saying, um, they tend to, um, they tend to, uh, not delay gratification. Mm. So they, they they rush into gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I in the in the second one I, I I lose it, but I think it's um, uh, they're they're not persistent in their efforts. Um, but it but it has something to do. In the, in the second one, I'll get it in a second. I'll, I'll remember in a, in a few minutes. Um, but essentially, it's someone who is not thinking right. Like when you break it down, it's like somebody who's not just just not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. They're too caught up in the in the I need this to happen today um and i'm not thinking clearly so i'm making decisions on my own and i'm not consulting i'm not in wisdom consulting and and even when you go into proverbs even deeper when they when the talk of wisdom says a wise man has many consultants right so making decisions not as an isolated entity but but having consultants having a body of people who are god-fearing people that can that can talk you through specific decision making and especially if, it, if they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I have financial woes. I'm going to go to people who understand money. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I need to invest, I need to go to people who understand investments and talk to mul- multiple sources. Um, and, and, you know, if I'm going to talk about my marital, wo- marital woes, I need to talk to people who are married. You know what I'm saying? Like you just mm-hmm. you have to use wisdom in, 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 in your audience. Um, and so, you know, to, to make decisions as, a, as an individual – you become susceptible to having a lack of sober-mindedness because you're clouded with desire. Yep. You, you have these desires that you want to fulfill in the immediate, and you're not necessarily thinking clearly, and that's where we get caught up. That's where we get caught up in our careers. That's where we get caught up in, in our relationships. That's where we get caught up in, our, in any kind of decision-making we have, is that we get caught up in our desires and those are the things that cloud our mind. And that's where I think it goes beyond just drugs or alcohol. Um, that's part of it. But what are we feeding ourselves? Mm. What is it that thing that we're ingesting all the time? What are we, what are we allowing ourselves to be exposed? So, to kind of go back to my example, when I've allowed compromise to enter, boy, it's a, it is as if I allowed my spirit man so to speak right in, in this in this example i've allowed my spirit man just become anorexic or bulimic he's just vomiting all the things that i've consumed and the other dude is the flesh is just eating and eating, eating. yo and it's crazy yeah this dude's 350 <laughs> pounds the other one is a buck 20 like it just and they're arm wrestling and it's not a good day for my for the spirit you know um and next thing i know yo i'm a mile away i just feel a mile away from jesus like, I feel so disconnected from God. And for me to get that back, yo, it is a process and it is a work to get that back. And in some cases, at least people that I've, and I go back to people that I've observed, yo, they never get back there. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying and they're striving for it, but they've been, they've allowed that compromise to be so great that next thing you know, yo, you're, you're, you're eons away mm-hmm. and you're starving to get that affection back. And Jesus is there. Your position in Christ, if you are in Jesus, your, your righteousness is sealed. But the need that we have for relationship with our Father, that has become such a big, it has such a chasm that you, you almost like, it's almost an uphill battle 
because now it's like, God, help me forsake all the things that I've consumed, that I know I've consumed, and I've allowed it to, to be a hindrance. And now for me to get back to that place, in some cases, some people never get back to that affection. They never get back to that, that feeling, that walk with Christ. Um, but that's why they get tricked. Like you were saying, um, the elect get deceived because you're given a 10-step program and then given more 10 steps. So you're following, I need to attend every Sunday to church. Right. And then I need to bring more people so that I can feel like I'm actually contributing to the church. But yet you're actually just moving further away instead of getting closer. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the gospel is that if we are gospel-minded, if the people who are listening have embraced the gospel, the works aspect if we would just surrender to Jesus and go back to the cross, you know, uh, we're reminded that our position in Christ is such that hopefully that affection that we desire to have, you know, back, uh, you know, that, that maybe that we had at some point, maybe that's not where we need to be anymore. What we need to be is right here in humility. Mm-hmm. What we need to be is at the foot of the cross. What we need to be is, is, is trusting in the Lord. And like Israel, they experienced all these miracles. They had all these great things happen to them. And they witnessed all these things. And it got to a point where those, those, uh, those uh, 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 dynamic, those, those miraculous things for a moment ceased, right? They didn't see any more splitting of, openings, open, uh, of the Red Sea. They didn't see any more where, you know, food was falling from heaven. They didn't have that kind of provision. Like, they didn't see that anymore. But they were so brainwashed that they went back. So then, God, so then God is like, don't forget the things I did for you. But we long to have that experience again, God. We long to have the experience, God. No, 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 no. You filled yourself with something else. So the experience part you're not going to get, but your relationship with me has remained. So your position in me thrive in that position that you have because now it's a different relationship. We still have the same relationship. You're still my son. You've been saved by grace. But now your relationship is different. You've learned. You've been injured. You've, you've learned from a different place. Now that, that experience that you had, just remember what I did and now operate in humility and move on to a different level or a different place of your relationship with me. And I, I don't know why I just went on that tangent, but I feel like I went on that tangent because for, for part of my Christian walk, I feel like I had this place where it was like untouchable walk with Jesus. And I, and I feel like I've allowed certain compromise to come into my life where I don't feel that anymore. It's the honeymoon period like Paul yes. talked about. But it's not, not necessarily gone. I'm just in a different place in my life. God allowed me to experience that. And he's like, remember that time that we had together. Remember that time. But now you're in a different place. How do you operate? How do you walk in, in, when you feel like you don't have that feeling anymore, when you don't have those ecstasy prayer moments anymore, when you don't have um, that dynamic, you know, fellowship that maybe you once had where you have brothers just on fire for Jesus studying the word, and you're just like, bam, you're just like, wow, oh, we're going out ministering to the homeless, and there's a dude that comes up to us, and he's like, yo, I can't sin anymore to be around you guys, and we're not even preaching, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, dude just comes up to us, oh, we're just exercising demons, like, we're not doing it, mm-hmm. we're just people walking by and just like, yo, I just, ah, and they're just having, they're bothered, mm-hmm. I don't have that anymore, right, have I pursued that, no, but I don't have those kind of experiences anymore, I long for those experiences, but my life is different, so does that mean I'm in a bad place, or does it mean that I'm just in a different place? And I think 
it's just another pl- another it's another chapter it's mm-hmm. another level it's another it's another you know vantage point of my relationship with jesus jesus had me here now he's got me looking at this and he's got me looking at that and he's just had me looking at different places but the point is regardless when you allow compromise to enter things change renew your mind (laughs) and then the most powerful thing is the mind because when you think of renewing your mind not even on a biblical standpoint like um like that book from ravi zacharias um recapture the wonder Mm. um and we can close with this um there was a scene in the book towards the end where this guy who went to a museum and um he started looking at all the paintings but every single day he's been in the museum it was like somewhere in france or something like that and so ravi is describing this story this guy is just looking at this painting didn't only one painting for like five hours and he was like, he just kept looking at that one painting. Every, everybody passing by, um, looking at all the other paintings, but he was just that, at that one painting. Mm. And then at the end of it, he gave his life to the Lord. And Ravi uses that story to kind of show you, like, a lot of times the things in your mind, you know what I mean? He, it's our focus that the enemy tries to take you off your pivot, really. It's like your focus is off. And we always have to get back on our focus. You know what I mean? And so this guy who didn't even care about nothing else is kind of like the way we ha- approach God. is like back in the day, that was all our focus. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, or the relationship that you have with God or whatever. Like I always think about this. Like when I pray to God and I'm like, God, what do you want? Like I'll give you whatever, you know? And... I feel like him speaking sometimes is just like, um, I just want to sit with you. And that's like the most profound thing is that a lot of times we look at this one painting, but that painting is like God, like just to be in awe of him. Be still and know that I'm God. Yeah. Just to be in awe. And that's kind of like recapturing the wonderment is just to be in awe. Maybe even of the little things that you don't really see anything. It's kind of like when you first get with a um, in a relationship, you notice every single thing about the face, everything, man, the way she talked, everything. Later on, you you forgot she even had a mole on the side of her face. You know what I mean? Um, but did the mole didn't change? Um, the focus changed. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like to recapture the wonder in in that particular instance. It's yeah. like to recapture your focus right. but gee any any closing remarks that you got for i mean seriously you you have to take the time to um to be still like john was saying mike was saying be still and actually contemplate how your life is right now see that what's influencing you mm. like what you're feeding because i mean even the littlest things you never thought was possible is just influencing you. you could turn on the radio and think that the radio is low and yet you're still picking all that up mm. And then you could say a smart remark or something, but just be careful. Always be careful and know what you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're seeing, and just take time. Focus on God always. It's true. It's true. Um, it's uh, it's it's like uh, there's a there's a a martial art out there. It's called Fifty Two Blocks. It's actually you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, it's a it's a prison system. It was a it was a system developed in prison, uh, but but uh, boxers use it today. So. 
So uh, some of the more notable ones would be like Floyd Mayweather and those guys where uh, there's certain there's certain ways that you use blocking for counters and so forth in very tight spaces and stuff. And so um, so as I think through like the attack of the enemy, sometimes you're backed in this corner and you got to pull out the 52 blocks. You know what I'm saying? You got to pull out all these different blocks and head movements so you can counter because that's all you got at the moment because you're just in this corner and you can't do anything else. You have no weapons. You have no team members. You just got to figure out how to block, how to pivot, how to move, how to counter to get out and bounce. Um, so check that out. Go, go online. Check out Light Burley, 52 blocks. Um, uh, you'll see him. The videos are very short, very interesting. Uh, it has nothing to do with Jesus. <laughs> it's just about <laughs> blocks. But, you know, that, that's, what, that's the visual that I get in my head. Um, and so, you know, get in your word. We say this frequently. Get in your word. Do your research. Understand what's going on. Um, be you know we right now we're in a society where where it we're, we're we're obsessed with what we're putting into our bodies, which I think is a very good thing. So watch the gluten, watch the watch the the the, the dairy. You know, make sure that your meat is non-GMO and and that it's as as best as you know you can get. Uh, avoid farm raised and get uh, wild game and all that all that stuff. Um, and you spend a million dollars and you're broke, but. Um, you know, it, we're watching what we put on our bodies, and I think that's very, 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 very good. But even more important is uh, it, both are important, right? Spiritual and the body, very important. But more important is that which we're putting in our spirit, we're putting in our souls. What are we seeing? Uh, what are we allowing in our eyes? What are we allowing in our minds? What are we listening to? What are we consuming that, that, that makes our heart desires certain things? Um, and so be observant of that. Do your research of what it is you're putting into your body. What are you putting into your mind? What are you, what are you spending your time? What are you investing your time into? Um, consider those things and consider making a change if you really, really, really are noticing that there are influences out there mm-hmm. that want your mind. There are influences out there that want your money. There are influences there that want your spirit, that want you uh, and, 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 and it's a battle because God wants you. You belong to God. And I mean, to add to that as well, you're going to notice that people will start rejecting you. Like you will be literally in the Jesus camp where people will try to persecute you, will talk bad about you. You'll have family and friends like stop talking about you. I mean, stop not talking about you, but talking to you, period, because it's going to happen regardless. Yeah. Uh, and, and, it, and it is what it is. Right. Um, but one of the things, and this is to, to finally close, is um, uh, Ravi. Going back to Ravi, got to give a shout out. Man, shout out to Ravi. Got to just throw a donation his way or something. Um, you know, one of the things that he does mention is uh, he's like um, when when um, when uh, Punches Pilot, when he's you know looking at Jesus and he asks uh, Jesus, he's like, um, he's like, uh, what is truth? And then he walks away. And then Ravi says uh, he never stayed to listen to the response that Jesus would get. He just he just walked away, um, not knowing the truth was in front of him. Um, and uh, and in that discussion before that, he says um, uh, in this in the discussions that lead up to to that what is truth, uh, as you go uh, previous and and the Pharisees are trying to to convict Jesus, they're uh, they're saying. Um, they're saying, do you give tithe? Do you give taxes? Do you pay your taxes? And Jesus says, okay, uh, give me a coin. Who's on the coin? And then the, the guys are like, Caesar. Okay. 
will give Caesar what is Caesar's because his face is on there, right? Give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what belongs to him. You belong to God. I belong to God. And Satan and, and the enemy, they want us, but God wants us. So that's the battle. That's the, that's the picture is that the battle is, is for us. It's for us, and that's the truth of the matter. The, Christ is the truth, and Satan hates the truth. Mm-hmm. He hates him. Don't got a problem with nobody else. Don't have any issue with no other religion, no other creed, nothing. It's Jesus. You got an issue with Christ because there's power in his name. There's truth. He is the way, the truth, the life. No one comes before the Father except through him. So he's the issue. Um, and so, uh, so get in your word. Get to know him, grow in your affections for him. Um, and we love you guys. We appreciate you all. Um, if you have questions, if you need us to pray for you, hit us up. Um, Proofbeyondreason at gmail.com. Uh, send us a, a message on Facebook. Check us out. Share all the, uh, the links. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Get into discussions. Get into heated debates. It's all right. Uh, to get into heated debate sometimes. Healthy heated, Healthy heated debates. It's all right. If you have good conflict, it's gonna, it's gonna, something good's gonna come out of it. Yeah. Um, if anger arises, then yeah. Back if up, it starts to get <laughs> angry, just be like, you know what? Let's chill. I, I yeah, love yeah. you. Just want to have a good discussion. But share the links. Uh, let us know how you feel and what you need from us. But we are out of here. Mike the Baptist. Geology. Jamo. See ya. <laughs>